Okay, we're going to begin this next story. It's called Where Does Father Christmas Really Live? It's a story from about 2000 and will be part of It's a Rum Life, Book 4, Volume 2. Well, if you're a young person living in France, the answer is Liborne. Why Liborne? And where is Liborne? Liborne is a large town in the border region of France, the southern westerly coast on the river Dordogne, just before it joins the river Gironde, and both disappear into the Bay of Biscay. Why Liborne for Father Christmas? Well, the answer lies in the post office at Liborne, where for countless years letters have arrived from children all over France who want to let Father Christmas know their personal Christmas wishes. The post office here have for those countless years run a Father Christmas department. They've actually replied to the children in those important weeks up to the end of the year, just as if they had really communicated with Father Christmas. We visited Leebourne and the area around several years ago while on a caravan touring holiday in the region. There are many things to see in that part of France, things for all ages and interests, from a large zoo park, countless seaside towns, ancient forts and castles and beautiful countryside, not forgetting the largest sand dune in the world, Arcachon. Of course, wine is probably the paramount reason for folk to visit the area. The Bordeaux region is famous the world over for its huge selection of wines. It covers an enormous area. For example, Saint-Emilion, one of the most famous names in wine, is just down the road from Libourne. For folk interested in history, then the site of the English final defeat of the Hundred Years' War is also just down the road at Castillon la Bataille. Here the French superior artillery gave them a decisive victory. What, what is a masquerade? During our visit to Libourne, we happened to see a sign on the riverside offering barge trips to see the masquerade. What on earth is a masquerade, we thought. Oh, but what the hell, a barge trip down the main river with free wine tasting thrown in can't be bad. We bought our tickets and duly turned up some time later with perhaps 60 or so other clients. The wine tasting went down very well and took a long time. The barge must have been about 200 feet long and weighed some several hundred tonnes. It had proceeded downriver towards the confluence of the Gironde and the Dordogne. There were large windows cut out of the hole just above the waterline, giving a good view of the countryside as we passed by. The next thing we heard were shouts of, We've arrived and there it is! So we duly hurried up onto the top deck and there was a huge tidal wave coming up the river towards us. On the wave crest were windsurfers, canoes, jet skis and all kinds of other boating craft. Our skipper, Julie ploughed through the wave, which was about six feet high, and right across the river. Then he turned that huge barge, and increasing speed caught up with the wave, and as soon as he was into it, adjusted speed so that he was riding his huge barge on the crest of that wave. What an experience! Obviously he had done it many times before. That ride carried on for about two miles until the wave began to dwindle as the river became wider. To recap, 
we travelled to the spot where the Doi Doin almost joined the Gironde. And that was where the tidal wave began. The tide was squashed tighter as it entered the smaller river and built up into the wave itself. We were lucky that it was spring tides, and when the tides are bigger and higher, so creating a bigger masquerade. The whole thing was nothing short of brilliant. Oh, by the way, you can see a YouTube video by a French company, and there's a link here on this uh, article. Other notable events on of that holiday were the steam train ride at Geet. That's in another story. And the midday meals we had virtually every day at the Routier restaurant at Saint-Emilion. Routiers, for those that have not travelled the roads of France, are restaurants for lorry drivers and other road users. Everyone eats close together, often all on one table. The meal is a set meal for the day, no choice except for the starter. Here there is always a cold cabinet packed with tasty delicacies to tempt. From eggs in something to pasta in something else. Probably 20 different individual dishes to choose from. Fill your plate and enjoy. The main course follows, and then a dessert, normally homemade, scrumptious. Coffee to finish. There's a bottle of wine on the table, and if you drink it all, chances are another one could arrive. Things are perhaps a little different now. I'm talking of 20 to 30 years ago, but not much. Perhaps with the breathalyzer, there will be only one bottle of local wine all included in the set price, for a menu ouvrier. Little Routier, little, the little Routier at Saint-Emilion was on the main road to Castillon. It was quite small and called the Flea. We soon learned that if you were not in your seat by midday, there would probably not be a seat to spare. We shared our table over that week with the local gendarme, the town policeman, workers from local vineyards, and of course lots of lorry drivers. The food was magic, simple and inexpensive, but everything you could wish for, and lots of it. It was so good, I will never ever forget that particular week eating at the flea. The next story from this area will be all about that little steam train at Geet. There we are, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. Remember, lots more stories to listen to on this Buzzsprout site. Uh, free videos to watch on our YouTube channel, Keith Sanders, the short story man. And the free books to download and read. Uh, the link is in Cracker Books on Facebook. Thank you for listening. <laughs>